this Survivor? What? Bro, are you listening to Survivor? Guys, I think this is Survivor. Dude, you must really like Survivor. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Survivor, Buffs, Blindsides, and Banter. This is the podcast made by superfans with superfans for superfans. I'm your host, Buckles, and with me, i got Mac. Mac, how you doing, Mac? Buckles, my man. How are you? I have had the week from hell. My wife's car, the gearbox shut itself. There's five grand. My hot water heater broke. My dad had gallbladder surgery. My little girl got kicked out of daycare because she's too sick. But it's Friday afternoon and we're talking Survivor, so I need you to lift my week up. Lift your week up with Pick American up. Survivor? Is that a thing? <laughs> US Survivor, <laughs> I need you to do something and pick pick up my spirits. Pick up your spirits. Okay, well, I'll see what I can do, mate. I'll see what I can do. Help. I'm sorry about your week. Oh, <laughs> but we'll, well, yeah, yeah. well, we get those shockers occasionally. That's and now I'm talking about shockers. Um, you're a snorer, Mac. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, not that I know of, but the thing with snoring is you don't know. Usually people have to tell you about it. Yeah. And your missus never told you nothing? Well, no, not, no. We're, uh, maybe occasionally when I'm drinking, but generally I don't think I am. Oh, really? Well, I am a snorer. I am oh, no. being told by everyone. I can, I can snore <laughs> the house down. So, oh. um, I don't know if I'm right for survivor now. Maybe, maybe you, I should just ditch. You and Jam Jam could be good mates, mate. Mate, Jam Jam is a legend. I'm, I'm really entertained by him. That whole Tika tribe is a bit of fun there. <laughs> Genuinely. I like him, but I feel like we're not, we're not getting enough of him. Like, he's barely on our screen. Like, this episode, he had like, what, two confessionals maybe. I want, I want more of him. I want, give me some Jam Jam. He seems like a character. We're getting a lot of Carolyn fair, but we're not getting heaps from Jam Jam. Yeah. We, um, oh, Carolyn, she's a character as well. Very enjoyable. Um, her and Jam Jam, I very much hope they bloody go run the gauntlet and just get through. That'd be awesome. Oh, they're, going, they're going the distance, those two. They're definitely locked in together. And that's what you want. You want two like big personalities, big characters to link up so they're around for a long time. And that's what makes a good season, I guess. Exactly. Let's just see if they've got a bit of strategy behind them in the future. Like They were able to swing Carson, but we opened this episode with Carson... And this is someone I'm not so entertained with. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm not, I'm not enjoying him that much. I'm finding him quite young, quite sure of himself, which I completely get. That is a bloody rocket scientist. <laughs> but he's so excited that he's pulled off this blindside. But the issue with working with everyone is when push comes to shove, you piss people off. He's, he's living every super fan's dream. Yeah, he's, he's, he's this young kid. He obviously is a super fan of the game. You saw him last week. He's making all the puzzles. So he loves the game. So doing the first blind side of like for, for his tribe, like, and hear the power there. He must it must feel really good for him. He's like, I'm I'm doing it. I'm playing Survivor. But like you said, yeah, he's put himself in the middle spot, and now he's sort of he got rid of Helen. So Sarah's a bit wary. But even she said he's dangerous. But he's my number one too. So. You know, everyone needs somebody, and if you if you're the one that everyone trusts, it's only a good thing. It it is it is it because like he he doesn't want to be seen as this strategic mastermind, but all he did was say yes to everyone, and then go back on his word with some people. There was there was not a whole lot of strategy there. He just decided to go with the other group of two, which I actually think was more the wrong choice because they're a lot tighter than Helen and Sarah were. 
Well, if you're here last week, we actually spoke about it, but you decided to have a week off. Um, but yeah. <laughs> but what, what did you what did you want him to do? Like it was obviously like two sides at each other, and he he was stuck in the middle. So what what was his best sort of thing he could have done differently? Do you think? Well, I think he should have pulled Sarah along with it. Oh, you think just keep her in on the plan? Yeah, just but... keep her in on the plan. If he's he's coming back, he's coming back to a tribe, two on one side, one on another side. Okay, say he does get rid of Sarah next tribal. Um. He's at the bottom of a three. And he's not splitting up Yam Yam and Caroline. There's no idol on this on this tribe now, other than Caroline's, and she's not going to need to play it. No. The only thing, he's fucked. The only thing with, if you tell Sarah, she runs to Helen and says, play your shot in the dark. And then if that happens, who knows where the vote goes. You can't, you can't tear everyone in on the loop. You just have to ask for forgiveness. Don't ask for permission. And that's what he did. And it seemed like Sarah... Ended up being okay with it because we hear her say, like, yep, he's still my number one. Like, I have no other choice. So she's in yeah, a bad spot. That's because she's got no one else. <laughs> that's right. That's right. So he's still he's still in a good spot with her. And he's in a good spot with the other two. I think he's well-placed. I think he's 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 going to make merge. He's that type of character that he'll definitely make merge, you know? Yeah, probably. Yeah. Probably. I'm just not too sure if... Oh, no, he's just he's just a bit cocky. I think I think he's thinking this was bigger than it was, in my mind. Oh, there's no doubt. Like, yeah. it was it was a, a five person tribe. Um, like, there, these aren't huge votes. The three to two sort of thing. Like, yeah. oh, it wasn't even that because um, people didn't vote and whatnot. Three to one. Yeah, but he hasn't even like flipped on anyone. Like, it was the first vote of the season. Yeah, <laughs> like it's really not that big. All he's done was pick a side. Yeah, mate, it, it, I've, yeah. my whole life I've dreamt of playing Survivor, and if I went out and did that first time, I'd be pretty chuffed with myself. Let's be honest. No, fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah, I probably would. That be. is some slack. Talking, yeah. All right, talking about something that I am excited about is this is how we're supposed to see the birdcage played, right? The first look at Danny as a jock, and who knew, who knew he was able to figure out the simple system of using the birdcage? Oh, there's no doubt that's exactly what the producers wanted. We spoke about this last week too, but um, yeah, take the idol, leave the fake one, rehide the key. So last week we were talking about it, and I couldn't really see a benefit of doing it. But we see like both Matthew and and Danny; they both got these hidden idols, and I mean they're they slightly different the way it was done. And I, let's, I think we should talk about the two the two different paths each of them took to do it. Um, I think Matthew's probably pulled it off better because he found it. He made sure he was with Jamie when she found it, so there's that, he's, yeah. build, he's building that trust, like he said. Whereas Danny is sort of. He's trying to almost like snow Matt with it rather than try and bond with Matt. So I think there's a, definitely a huge difference between the two. Yeah. I, I, I very much agree that there's a huge difference between the two. I also think because Matthew found his in the middle of nowhere made it a bit easier for him to play it that way. He didn't find it with a fake. He made a fake. He got the idea from the producer. Well, he probably is a super fan, so he's probably thought of making a fake idol before. Yeah. But... Um, that definitely helps because they're finding the out, idol out in the open. Whereas Danny has to do it with the birdcage, uses the um, the fakey that the producers have sent. Yeah. Um, like, I think Danny, I can't really fault Danny's fake idol, idol play here. Yeah, I just, I don't know the benefit of it for him. Like, yeah, it, now Matt's told him uh, about it, so he's building that little bit of trust with Matt, but he's like, oh... In, it, we've seen it in the new era. Anyone with an idol is almost untouchable, <clears throat> untouchable because 
You can't split a vote with these small tribes. So now Matt is virtually implicit immunity until the merge. I cannot see Matt going before merge. How will they do it? I, I, I completely disagree. I think Matt's going. I genuinely think Matt's going. I think Danny has planned this perfectly, and especially when Matt then told both Danny and Josh, no, I didn't find anything. What are you talking about? Um, I think that straight away puts red flags up in Danny's head. Matt doesn't trust him completely, and then Matt's had to come back around because he had to, because he knew Danny saw him see grab something. Yeah, he's... I think I think Matt's gone. I genuinely think Matt's gone before merge. Okay, first off, he, he he didn't want to tell Josh, so he said that to Danny. He's like, I didn't want Josh to know, so that's why that's why he's pulled Danny's side. But then... that's what you have to say, mate. Yeah, but then he put Josh's side. Mean... Right, so I yeah. that won't come back to bite him. I don't see the situation and how how is Matt evicted? Sorry, voted out. With a five-person tribe, when everyone knows he has an idol, unless Danny tells them it's a fake one, they'd be too scared to vote for him. I guarantee you. Yeah, but that's all Danny has to do. But who's going to believe Danny? It's a fake one. Who's going to believe Danny? Because then they know he has a real one. He doesn't want to expose himself. He's made that very clear. Yeah. He does not want to be the target with an idol. So I think this is almost backfired on Danny. Matt's now immune, and no one knows Danny has an idol. So Danny's not immune in that way. <laughs> I I don't see it playing out that way. Okay. I don't think, um, but I do genuinely understand what you're trying, what you're saying. Yeah. You, you definitely, you believe that these idols in this new age era is implicit immunity. Um, I can prove you wrong straight away with the first vote of the season, okay. and that's Brandon. First time but, ever in this new era. But yeah, but I do agree that was the first time ever that could have been just an outlier. Yeah. So who knows? Maybe all of them have implicit immunity. Do you think Jamie's got Jamie's got implicit immunity? Well, only because no one knows about that. Only um, only Matthew knows from from what we've seen. Whereas I think a lot of people know about Matt's because Josh and Danny obviously know. He's told Franny, and there's only Heidi left in that tribe. So literally, the whole tribe knows. You know, Danny told Heidi as well. Yeah. So everybody knows about that one. No one knows about Jamie's. So there is a difference there. Um, yeah, definitely. So Jamie's not implicit immune, but it looks like Matthew wants to work with her. So I think those two could go a long way together if they get a third. Oh, they're, they're locked in. Yeah, well, he's already got Brandon. Well, uh, we, yeah, we, we assume so from episode one, but I, yeah, I'm not convinced they're still together. Okay, no, we fair haven't enough. Seen well, yeah, we haven't we haven't seen we haven't seen enough to know. No, in two I just feel like. But you also, I guess, we do see Brandon's like um, intro package. He's a he's, he he likes to do shit. Oh. Matt likes to do shit. This, I think, I, yeah, I, I still see a friendship there. What doesn't and Matt, Brandon Matt do? did it. <laughs> yeah, I know. What doesn't he do? I feel like I'm a less, less of a person just because I don't do as much stuff. I'm like, he seems like an Well, you also guy. have never, you've also never played in the NFL. That's just one of many things that I've, I haven't done that he has. <laughs> yes. What's that, that water jet ski? That looks so much fun. Yeah, yeah. Heli- what are they, I can't remember what they're called, but yeah, they're cool. You can do that out at Penrith, actually. Oh, That's really? Not, oh, there you go. Topic, yeah. Okay, okay. Well, um, the Survivor, Buffs, Blindsides, and Banter Staff Party. Yes, Staff Party, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, well, I just wanted to sort of talk about the Matthew of it all. Um, and he has the idol of Ratu, and he's deceived Jamie into thinking she has it. These idols are so simple. Like, they're made so simply. Like, it's... Literally just a few beads on a bit of string or a coin on a bit of string. Yeah. It would not shock me if 
Next week, we find out that Kane found the idol, made a fakie, Matthew found the, found the fakie, made another fakie, ah. and Jamie's got it, and all they've done is just pass the note along. That'd that's be, how simple this is. <laughs> that'd be so good. Um, I think that's one of the things that in the new era they've, def- they've actually spoken about, having all the idols not look the same, and maybe it's something that is, it looks good enough to be an idol, but it's easy enough to make to make a fake one. Whereas in the Australian version, we see all the idols are identical, so it's hard to make a fake one. So they're really yeah. encouraging this um, creativity from the players, which it's good to see because it is fun and exciting. Um, and that's what US Survivor is all about, you know, advantages and just wacky stuff, whereas I guess Australia is a bit more traditional in their approach. Yeah. No, no, you're, you're definitely right. Um, it, is, it is wacky. I would, that, would, that would just be... It would just be funny if it just happened to the whole tribe. Oh, like, great. one person as the idol and then everyone... Because in this new era, everyone's thinking, fake idols, fake idol. Yeah. So it could genuinely just go through everyone in, like, if you don't go to tribal for a bit, all of a sudden six people think they've got the idol, only one of them actually has it. Yeah, no, I mean, the whole... The whole that, year, that makes boring TV, but... <laughs> it, well, that's, honestly, we spoke about it last week, like, the amount of time they spend on advantages and idols in the first three episodes, it's more than half the show. And it's like, what about getting to know these people? I know this week we got a fair bit from like Jamie and Kane and, and uh, Brandon, but I'd rather just get to know them and like their relationships with each other than these advantages and, you know, what they can do with them because I don't really care. Yeah, no, definitely, definitely. Um, talking about this now, did I miss something? When did we not... When didn't you have to sit out of... Oh, when could you sit out of back-to-back challenges? Oh, apparently. When did this change? Yeah. So I read something today, and look, I didn't know this either, but apparently if it's um, in a in between different tribal councils... Sorry, if, if it's a challenge after a tribal, you're allowed to do it again. If it's before... If you're having two challenges before a tribal, you can't do it, but if it's like separated by a tribal council, you're allowed to. So it's really much... Okay. You can't do it in the same episode, apparently. Yeah. I don't... I don't and they've- and they're pulling, and they're pulling back from these reward challenges because they're just bringing the rewards out with immunity because of how little um, time they have yeah. in twenty six days. So this is going to happen more and more. Hold on, not just twenty six days, but also a forty two minute episode where it's so rushed. They're, they're cutting out everything, like even just yeah. like the opening montage. Like give us some, give us the opening. Like that's. You know, seeing all the people with the song, it's a, it's a good part of the show. You don't even get that. You don't get it previously on. They just they rush through everything. It feels so hectic the whole time. It, it it is definitely hectic, but I do understand because like I watched the like when I flip through the survivor, like the Australian Survivor, and I do the rewatch, I flick through that, and that's a good two minutes long, man. <laughs> Yeah, but that's, like, that's, yeah. that's, a, that's a big chunk with 42 minutes. But for a casual fan, they need to know these players every week, and I love that song. There are no casual fans in America anymore. There are. This is a cult following. This is a cult following. No one just chimes in and watches an episode. If you're not watching every episode, you're not watching. My dad is a casual fan. He, he just he, Of he, American Survivor. Well, he flicks between maths and Australian Survivor. And I said, you can't do that. You need to watch the show. You're missing so much. He's like, no, I can do this. I'm like, you're an idiot. Anyway. <laughs> anyway, um, yeah. Casual. Well, thank you for answering my question. That um, she can sit out of yeah. three challenges in a row. I just it just does not make sense to me. But um, in these small tribes, it pretty much points people to the bottom. 
So it's not the worst thing. <laughs> what, what do you think about like actually doing it? Like it's one thing that you're allowed to do it, but actually not having participated in a challenge for the whole season. Like it's only three episodes, fair, but like I think it's it, should she have given one of them a go, or do you think being the weakest think... is fine? And she sort of realised that, so she's like, I don't need to do it. No, I think um, so. I did actually read something. Um, it was just something that popped up on my Facebook, and she mentioned that she didn't want to. They were just spending way too much time arguing, um, well, not or debating who was going to do it. So she just sort of gave in all three times. I think the first one she actually asked to sit out of, um, so she could speak to Matt Matthew, um, which is smart, strategic play. And then from then on, it was just she just sat out because they couldn't make the decision. Like I understand sitting out if you're the weakest and. You know, you don't want to let the team down. But at the end of the day, you're here for the experience of Survivor. You've joined this game and you want to get everything out of it. And I feel like winning or losing a challenge is such a big part of it. Um, yeah. But, I, like, I get it if she if, if she was doing what's best for the tribe and if she's the weakest of everything, I can see that. But at the end of the day, it's it's a big factor in what cost her. Whether or not if she participated and lost, would it be the same? I'm not so sure. Yeah. No, that's fair enough. I... Don't, well, yeah, she could have participated in lot. This one might have been a pretty good one for her to participate in. Okay, do you think if Claire did the challenge and they still lost, do you no, think she was no, a huge didn't. target still? Yeah. Oh, you still think well, so? Sure. Yeah. Even though we see at the very start of the episode, the four people who are not Matt, Matt and Franny said, Matt and Franny are too close for me to break it up. That, they made this alliance. They all did that little uh, pinky whatever you do, and um, that like just disintegrated within seconds of losing a challenge. Yeah, so I've got, so this is some interesting things that happened from an interview that she had with RAJP, and this is just a few dot points. Uh, she purposely asked to sit out of the first immunity challenge to have a conversation with Matthew. They talked for three hours. She never wanted to sit out of any other challenge, just no one else would volunteer, so she didn't want to want the tribe debating forever, and she believes... She was voted out because Danny saw her as a social threat. And um, at one point, Josh asked to be voted out. There you go. Oh, wow. That's, that, that's interesting news. Um, yeah. Social that, threat. That explains why, that's the, explains why he was, um, his name came up. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, he doesn't seem... Like, we don't see a whole lot of Josh. It's hard to get a, like a, a firm opinion on what he's all about. He's obviously yeah. pretty quiet, but um, I guess do you want to talk about the vote? Like, do you think Heidi Heidi ultimately was a swing vote? Do you think she's gone the right way? She here? wasn't. Oh, okay, so she was a swing vote, and she just told Matt and Franny, "Yeah, no, I'm not going with you." Matt and Franny said, "Let us know what you're doing. We all want to vote together." And Danny said the yeah. same thing. So Heidi was making the decision, and and she obviously told Claire as well, which you know, don't think that was the smartest move. Um, yeah, definitely, definitely not. Like, imagine if like Claire's shot in the dark hit, and then Heidi and her to go back to tribe, like back together. Like, yeah, you don't. It's a horrible move. Um, like, uh, forget she's not on the jury. She, you're not going to see this girl again until after the game. Just lie to her and say, "Yeah, I'm voting for uh, Josh." That way, you're safe. Like, what's to stop yeah. Claire voting for you and she hits shot in the dark? It's it's just a really dumb plan. Yeah, definitely. But well, Claire you, can't vote and hit shot in the dark. But what do you think? Yeah, I do. I do get. Vote, I do get what you mean. She can't vote. Sorry. Um, look, look. She told her, "I don't completely hate it this early in the game because, as you said, she doesn't have to deal with the consequences after. Because once Claire's out, she's out. 
Um, it does push Claire to do use a shot in the dark, but that's the one in six chance. Yeah. Um, so, like, telling Claire proves to the rest of the tribe that you're trustworthy, that you've told them what you said, you've told everyone. It just proves you're trustworthy. That's pretty much it, which in Survivor, especially in the early phase, isn't the worst move. Yeah, I, I can see for that point, but yeah. Do you think that that Claire was the right call over Josh? That's that's probably my main question. Oh, mate, we don't know Josh enough for me to tell you. No, but it's... it's they, the, need, they, need, they need strength. Josh is definitely stronger. Yeah. Like him and Danny are the strength in that tribe. So, yeah, I yeah I couldn't tell you. I seriously couldn't. That's surprising. I, I have a pretty firm opinion. I think it was the right call. Yeah. I think it was the right call. Yeah. I think you can, like, they're saying, oh, you know, trust is important and, like, Heidi and Claire were close and, you know, Claire seemed like a, a better social player, like Danny said. But I think, like, you can build trust with a group if you're together long enough. You can't build challenge prowess. Like, if, you, if you're not good at challenges, like, you, you, you're looking just to get to merge at this point of the game. And I think Heidi said it the best. Like, she's looking long-term and she's in it for her family, not for her tribe. So, like, whatever's going to get her the furthest, which I think would be Josh over Claire, is the right call at this stage. And you can just build yeah. more trust, more loyalty. The longer you get to know each other, the longer you stay together, it's going to it's gonna just happen naturally. So I do think it was the right call. Yeah, sweet. Well, I, I agree with everything you just said yeah. because you said it. You just said it so eloquently. Eloquently, yeah. However, yeah. I do think Matt yeah. not having a vote could have changed a lot of things if he had a vote. I think they could have. All right, hit me, hit me. Tell well, me what I just think, changed. I just think Matt and Franny and Claire, they're probably voting together. So it's going to go 3-3. Three, three. So then it yeah, becomes true. like, is this going to be a rock draw or is someone flipping? That's the thing. I'm not. I think someone would flip. Yeah, all of us. All of a sudden, Heidi's working with all four of them, and it's four against two. Yeah, and you can sort of just. I say, actually, I, I agree. I agree. Yeah, yeah. I really think it's that's awesome. awesome. Yeah, but I think yeah. I think Matt and Freddie uh, go to Heidi and say, "Hey, we're locked in with Claire. We're definitely three strong. You either jump on board, or we're going to rocks. And you scare her enough, yeah. and she'll jump on board." Yeah, definitely. Um, I just wanted to shout out one of our mates, uh, Keegan Jay, from our Power Rankings group. And um, he mentioned something today. What do you think happens if her shot in the dark hit? If her shot in the dark hit? Because there was no votes for anywhere else? Is that what you're saying? Because there's no votes anywhere else. Right. She can't vote. Matt can't vote. Yeah. What happens? I would assume it's a re-vote. Um between Josh just goes home. Well, yeah, Josh, Heidi, Franny, and Danny, and so it's four people yeah. voting, and yeah, there's revote. They can't vote for Claire, obviously. Matt can't vote already, and yeah, it's just probably just. Well, is it Josh going home? Do you think? I think Danny and Josh would have, and Heidi would have been the three, and they would have picked between Franny yeah. and Matt. Yeah, true. And because because Matt no, definitely Matt Matt probably would go home. Well, I think Matt, because if they think he has an idol, and he obviously he can't play it on the rebound. And he can't play it, yeah. yeah that's the perfect Not that it would have worked anyway. Yeah. Are we no, sure that he can't play it on the rebound? I'd be pretty certain, yeah. If, if it's a tied vote, you can't play an idol after a tied vote. Yeah. I, that's, that's what I think as well. But with this shot in the dark, you just sort of just don't know. Like, I feel like they're going to change it up because that's a completely new vote. Yeah. Yeah, but it is. But at the same time, like... Someone could have just thrown one vote somewhere to make a vote. So you've already voted once. Yeah. Any any ties from there, the person is now immune, and then you revote. Yeah. And yeah, so yeah, uh, yeah. I I, th- I think I think Matt might have gone. Yeah, 
Yeah. All right. Uh, one tiny little tidbit that I noticed, and I'm not sure if everyone else noticed this, but Jeff said, behind you is a torch. Dip it in the fire to get flame. Okay. Does that sound different to you, mate? Um, that sounds like what he says. Uh, let's dip it in the flame to get fire, ain't it? Uh, that's a bit pedantic, isn't it? <laughs> I think it's, it's, I it, it is, but it changes so much. Please tell me I'm not the only one that heard this. Yeah. Okay, Buckles. Um, Jeff is, probably, what, 60? Maybe he's getting like a bit of, you know, getting a little bit old, forgetting the lines, you know. <laughs> he's getting on. <laughs> nah, fair enough. Too much Botox. Yeah, his no. brain. Maybe, maybe. I don't know. Is, is that just me or did I ever just have a crazy thought that way? I did <laughs> like not even week? notice it. I did not even notice it. <laughs> Uh, I noticed it on the first watch and I was just like, oh, wow. that's not right. That does not sound right. That just sounds weird. I, I know <laughs> anyway. you, you you watch with a laser focus, which I don't probably have. So, And that's that's yeah. part of your job as being host. Yeah. Uh, before we get into ranking our evictee this week, I've got a new segment for you, which we have discussed before, Max Moment of the Week. And uh, so we're looking for a bit of a, like a bit of a comedic sort of a look at look at uh, the episode. If anything funny happens, we'll have a little moment. And uh, this week's Mac moment was when uh, Ratu won the challenge, and uh, Jeff's handing over the sword. Kane said, "Can you knight me?" And he, he does it. He, he, Kane gets down on one knee. Jeff like knights him. He's like, "Is that a knight? I don't know. Take the sword." And obviously, Jeff did not. He didn't vibe with Kane. He's not obviously a dungeon master like Kane. And he sort of dismissed him, um, which I thought was quite funny. So that is Max moment of the week. <laughs> yeah. Did you yeah. like it? Nah. Oh, it was funny. <laughs> I did. I did. I thought it was really funny. Just Jeff's response. I actually... He was like, I don't care. Get out of here, kid. <laughs> just, yeah, yeah, just take the fucking sword, man. <laughs> just take the fucking sword. <laughs> <laughs> it was funny. <laughs> anyway, let's, let's get on to Claire. Let's start rating her, mate. Yeah. <laughs> um, as a player, look, she, she tried... Um, sitting out of those challenges, she. I think if she could go back again, she would have um, fought a bit harder to get into one of those challenges, right? Yeah, look, I as a player, I thought she was like fine. We didn't see a whole lot, honestly. I actually liked her as a character. I thought she had a bit of personality about her. I think she had she had something. I liked the way she spoke. She seemed like a really cool vibe. Um, in another season, different things happen, but uh, unfortunately, this is a new era, and yeah, women tend to get off early. Um, not much you can do about it, really. Yeah, that's it. As a character, I liked her. I yeah. thought she was fun. I thought she was enjoyable. She was obviously, a super fan. Yeah, I really, I really liked her. Memorable moments. Yeah, probably talking to Matthew, um, and saying, "Oh, Matt came back and he showed us the not vote parchment," and that sort of altercation in the first episode, or not altercation, conversation in the first episode, while she was sitting out of that very first challenge. Yeah, yeah. I remember that, and that was memorable. Was that, yeah. There's only there's only three episodes, and two of them have been 42 minutes long. There's not a lot of Mate. moments to think of these characters. She's probably been on screen for about three minutes in total, so you know it's hard to, it's hard to choose a moment. Yeah. Anyway, uh, will she return? Um, absolutely no way. Absolutely no way. I disagree. Wow. I think I th- I thought she popped on screen. I enjoyed her. Yeah. Um, she definitely tried. She definitely made mistakes, but she definitely tried. We haven't spent a whole lot of time with her. And if they were to bring people back from pre-merge, I think she she's my pick so far. I like her in, in terms of like the three people gone this season. But yeah. in, what, in what world 
Are they picking a third boot in season 44 to come back? There are like 100 people ahead of, he- ahead of her. I like her, yeah. Oh, definitely. Come on, man. Let's, nah, let's, get, right. let's yeah. get real here. Oh, who knows? They might follow... Eventually, they might follow Survivor South Africa, like post-merge versus pre-merge. Yeah, Return of the That'd be cool. Yeah, no, that would, that would yeah, be cool. That would be cool, but I think there are plenty That'd of That would be others. sick. Fuck, I wish they would do that. Yeah. Oh, they will one day. Yeah, no, no, you're right. You're right. Yeah. Okay, let's get on to Buckles Buff of the episode. Who you got for me, mate? You go first, Bob. Still, I still haven't really decided. So let me hear what you have to say. Yeah, all right. I'm going with Danny. He seemed to be in charge of Soka. He's um, got the idol. He's passed on an idol. He's thrown smoke in Matt's direction. I I think he did well. He wasn't even a name this episode. I think he did good. I'm giving it to Danny. Yeah. And not to mention the guy's entertaining as shit. Yeah, he's definitely got the Tony energy we spoke about last week. I really like Danny. I think he's got a lot going for him. I think he's, he's in for this game for a long time. You can really see him going a long way and being like one of the main characters. He's got that feel about him just from early on. Yeah. Um, yeah. My buff, I'm going to go with Heidi. I think ultimately she was a swing vote. And to be in that position, you have to be aligned with everyone. And obviously she is. Um, and I think ultimately she made the right choice in in, um, in getting rid of Claire and keeping Josh. So I think she's done well there. She's in it for the right reasons. Buff goes to Heidi. Yeah, good on you. Um, yeah, I like that. She would have been my second pick. So that works out really well. Okay, so looking at the leaderboard, Matthew, Kane, Caroline, Jam Jam, Danny, Heidi, all on one point. One yeah. buff each. Yeah. Who how shocking. <laughs> two from each two from each tribe. Yeah, it's hard. It's hard to to pick someone not at the tribal council because we don't see a whole lot of the other tribes. We get a little segment of each tribe and that's probably about it. And then a challenge and then one tribe only. So pretty much whoever goes to tribal is gonna win the buffs in the in the pre merge, so yeah. That's it. All right. Anyway, mate, what you got going on? What I got going on? Well, huge weekend ahead of me. I've got an engagement party. I've got a first birthday. I've got soccer. It just, it just never stops, mate. Life never stops when you, you know, you got a family and you've got activities outside of that. So, living the dream. Living the dream. What living about the yourself? Dream. Well, anyway, uh, what a, I've, I'm meeting you and Adam Ritter. Um, for a podcast halfway through next week. That's coming up, yeah. And yeah, that's coming up. Very, very excited about that. That's gonna that's gonna be a good podcast. Everyone listen out for that podcast. Yeah. Um other than that, in my personal life, oh cricket finals. Semi finals. Work semi oh well, yeah, semi finals, yeah. This, this is this is the big one. So yeah. big one to get into the big one. Absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> so we'll see see how we go there and um yeah, other than that, that's about it. Well, I've got something but, else to plug out. Yeah. The, the latest episode of um, our episode of Australian Survivors out now. Check it out wherever you get this podcast. It'll also be there. We had a really good chat. We went through player by player on everyone's prospects from the week and going ahead. So that was, I thought we had a pretty good chat. Um, look out for that. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah, I'm excited. Everyone, like, subscribe, follow. Survivor buffs blindsides and banter on Facebook, Survivor underscore 3BS on Instagram and Survivor 3BS on Twitter. And Mac, I'll see you and talk about some Survivor in a few days. Beautiful. Look forward to it. See you guys. Can't wait. See you guys. Bye. Is this Survivor? Are you listening to Survivor? Guys, I think this is Survivor. Dude, you must really like Survivor.